Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, America. This is Amber and Ian. That, though, was the voice of Jonathan Zaslow. He was in the saddle for Ian Fitzsimmons on Friday night. Jonathan Zaslow's back. Hey. He's back, baby. Hello. In the saddle once again. I'm back, for baby. Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Amber Wilson. Be a part of Amber and Ian Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. So it is Monday night, Jonathan Zaslow, yeah. which means... Football, Monday night football yes. kicking off. And just over an hour from now, the Denver Broncos are in Buffalo, New York to take on the Buffalo Bills. Russell Wilson right now warming up on your television sets on ESPN. He looks a little cold, but he you looks and I ready are on to play. the same page with Russell Wilson, though. Like, everyone likes to bust on Russell Wilson. He's not having a bad season by, I mean, the team's bad, but he's not having a bad season himself by any measure. We are going to do later in the show things that we got right and things that we got wrong now that that. we are over halfway through the NFL season. And that would be one of the things that I actually got right. But no one's talking about it because you're absolutely correct. Russell Wilson ain't the problem with the Denver Broncos this season. He was last season, but this season he's not really the problem. I'm not claiming he's Patrick Mahomes, right? But he's fine. He's decent. He's having an okay season, which is really what you need from him at this point. It's that defense and everybody around Russell that, frankly, is the problem. I mean, Amber, he's he's been a lot better than fine. He's been a lot better than okay so far this season. He completes 66% of his passes. He has 16 touchdowns to just four interceptions. Mm. Uh, overall, he's thrown for 1,600 yards. So, you know, he's, he's on pace for around... 3,400 yards for the season. So, you know, he's not cooking the way he was in Seattle, but 16 touchdowns to four interceptions, and again, 66% completions, which is higher. It's a percent and a half higher than his career percentage by pretty much every measure. He's having a pretty good season. He's having a decent season. The Broncos can win three games in a row for the first time in more than two years. Denver coming into this one off of a bye week. But before the bye, they beat Green Bay. They beat Kansas City. And because of those wins, it feels like, hey, maybe the Broncos can turn things around a little bit for a team that frankly looked atrocious at the beginning of the season. Meanwhile, Buffalo has been trending a different direction, Zaslow. We all had high expectations for the Bills this season. They're sitting at 5-4. and They're coming off of a brutal loss to Cincinnati. And I don't even know what that loss looks like now. We'll talk about Cincinnati a little later in the show. The Broncos, by the way, if they win tonight, they become one of the teams that are in the hunt. When they put the graphic up for the playoffs, because we're doing that now, you know, after tonight, we're, we're, we're looking toward week 11, and the Broncos are going to be in the hunt 
if they wind up winning tonight. They'll be just a game back that final playoff spot. But yeah, the Bills, the Bills have lost two of their last three games here. Josh Allen loves to turn the ball over. He loves turning the ball over. I understand tonight's at home, but tonight's one of those games where if Buffalo, who by every measure was by far the odds-on favorite to win the AFC East, and, you know, you and I would know about it. You're 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 fake Miami in Sarasota. I'm real Miami here Excuse in, in three hundred five. Okay, and right, first we of all, know, you're not. You're in the nine five four. Oh, so. but my cell phone is three hundred five. <laughs> That's what matters. My my area code, my cell phone is three hundred five. It's all that matters. Everybody knows that. But the Buffalo Bills were by far the favorite to win the AFC East. If the Bills lose tonight, the Dolphins pretty much won this division. They'll be two games up on Buffalo, and Buffalo will be on the outside overall looking in. And then you start to get all the, you know, Sean McDermott, is he on the hot seat? I mean, that conversation's kind of already happening, but if they lose tonight, that becomes a major talking point. And who knows, the whole Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs relationship, that may creep up again as well. It's a really big game for Buffalo. It's a very big game for Buffalo, and I think, frankly, a very big game for Denver as well. I love a good hunt, Jonathan Zaslow, at this point in the season. Outside looking in. In the hunt, Uh, if the season ended today, they'd be in the postseason. These are all the things that we love to say when it comes to the NFL playoff picture, right? A good solid in the hunt. So could the Broncos find themselves in that position? Not if Buffalo has something to say for it. And Josh Allen, you mentioned all the interceptions. That ain't exclusive to this season. That's a story as old as Josh Allen's career in the NFL. But he recognizes that he needs to play better. Here is the Buffalo Bills quarterback. We're not going to let the fact that we're 5-4 and make this team and and divide us apart. You know, we've had stretches where we haven't played up to our standard in the past. And we've always found a way through those. So that's what we're doing right now. We're trying to find a way through it. We understand that adversity is going to happen. That's every football season. That's every team, whether you've got injuries or lulls in your schedule or this or that, it's, it's going to happen. And that's, that's part of the game. We've got to find a way to fight through it. And, you know, I, I do still feel supremely confident in, in the group of guys that we've got here and the leadership that we've got. So uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to follow, follow our leaders. I tell you what, the Bills are damn lucky that Aaron Rodgers is not playing for the New York Jets right now, right? I mean, they are fortunate because they have been faltering this season and they have not looked like the team that any of us expected and yet still sitting at second in that division. And that's in large part because of the Jets' own stumbles here and because of what happened injury-wise to that Jets team. If they had a better quarterback at the helm, a better O-line, a healthier O-line, the Bills would be in some serious trouble. Well, and the Bills did already lose to the Aaron rodgers list. New York Jets. It was yeah. the first game. Of the, uh, it was they, weird. They did it was lose the timing of that, though. It's hard to evaluate that one. But yes, you're right. They did. They uh, Buffalo plays the Jets for the second time next week. All right. So between tonight and under 500 Bronco team, next week and under 500 Jets team, tonight and next week are so big for Buffalo. Forget the AFC East. Just making the playoffs. Because look, look at this murderer's row of a schedule that Buffalo has, Amber. After next week, at Philadelphia, at Kansas City, hosting Dallas, at the Chargers, then they got a gimme against the Patriots. That's practically a bye. And then they finish the year at the Dolphins. So you, if you don't take advantage against what should be a game at home tonight, Monday Night Football, yes, man, that you win, you're, this Bills team could be in a lot of trouble. Now, James Steele, who produces our show, he hates any quarterback 
that ever gets compared to Patrick Mahomes in any way. And Josh Allen's one of those quarterbacks that gets thrown into the conversation with Patrick Mahomes because some people consider him one of those top-tier quarterbacks, right? So he hates Joe Burrow. He'll get thrown into that conversation. He hates Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure he's about to hate C.J. Stroud. Okay. Well, oh, no, no, sorry. The, you like, hate Joe Burrow. You hate, there? You hate like, Josh Allen. Everybody knows how great Mahomes <laughs> is. Why, yeah, that is true. So it, is, it is very insecure of you, James. Yeah. What's that about? Well, I I haven't I I haven't dealt with success before uh, this recent run. So, but no, it's overwhelming success now. Yeah, I, I no. get used to it. But they wanted to crown him the king of the NFL so bad a couple of years ago. Whenever they lost, Josh the, Allen. Whenever they yeah, whenever they yeah. lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs, they they right. lost to them. They still wanted to crown him the king of the NFL. He was the preseason favorite to win MVP. The Bills were the preseason favorite to win the Super Bowl. What did they do last year? Not win the Super Bowl. You know who did? Okay. Don't encourage this behavior. Listen, Zaslow, the reason I brought it up is because James wrote on my screen, I've been told that Josh Allen's interceptions don't matter. Insert eye roll. That wasn't a shot at that wasn't a shot at either of you, (laughs) but uh, I was in a I was in a pre show meeting with uh, on a different show that comes oh. earlier in the day. Tell us what it rhymes with. And uh, Does it rhyme with Yorton? Bo and Barlin? No, 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 not that one. Maybe a little bit later. Um, but I was told that, that uh, Josh Allen, that's just Ready part of his game. Barry. He's going he's to throw interceptions, and that's just fine. That's what I was told. He is interception happy, but he's always been an interception happy quarterback. So turnover I think that happy. Yeah, he's turnover happy. That is true. He's turnover poor happy. Poor decision making happy. Yeah. Some of it's poor decision making. Some of it's how he plays, right? I mean, it is he is for me one of the most exciting quarterbacks to watch in the NFL. I like from a fan perspective watching it, right? Like now I'm not a Bills fan, so I'm not so concerned about the long-term health of Josh Allen. I do think in terms of the longevity of his career, if you're a Bills fan, you probably want him to temper down some of that, but he's pretty electric to watch because of what he's willing to do and because he does invite the contact. And I think it's fun to see somebody at the quarterback position do Doing that, frankly, but also turnovers. And it's going to happen when you are that type of quarterback. And when you do, when you are willing to take the chances and when you are willing to put your body on the line, it does not always bode well for him in terms of protecting the football. He is a good quarterback, though, James. You know what else makes me mad about Josh Allen, though? You is own that, that statement, Amber. He is a good quarterback. I, he's a good quarterback. Own I own that statement. Yes. Is that uh, back in like 2018 when the Chiefs lost to the Patriots in overtime and people were like, oh, we should change the overtime rules. And it, I was just told to oh, shut up. It's play defense for once. And then it happens to the Bills a few years later. They immediately change the rules for Josh Allen. They wanted him to be king so bad. I they wanted him so bad. I gotta be honest though, James. It's a lot of complaining coming from the fan of the team that always wins. No, no complaining. Nope. I'm just I right. point out the things okay. that have right. happened yeah, that people might not remember. I'm, a lot I don't of pointing know. out. It's a lot of pointing out. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian with Jonathan Zaslow filling in for Ian tonight. Which NFC team had the biggest win yesterday? We'll get into that. ESPN Radio is also on the ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. 
Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It is an NFL Monday, getting you ready for Monday Night Football here on Amber and Ian. Jonathan Zaslow filling in for Ian tonight. Find him at the Z- at Zaslow Show. You can find me as well. I almost said the Zazlo Show. It's the Zazlo Show 2.0. That's the podcast no, it's available. Not just oh, sorry, wow. Zazlo Show. That's right. Okay, so you're not like the Ohio State University. You're just no. No. got it. All it's right. Well, we'll work our way up to the Zazlo Show. Right now, it's just Zazlo Show 2.0 available wherever podcasts are available. Zazlo Show is how you find him on social social Thank media you. at. Amber W Sports. That is how you find me. The Amber Wilson. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Let's talk about some of these wins in the NFC over the weekend. And Zaslo, I think an interesting conversation. I saw that they were having on PTI today, and I wanted Good to show. run this by you. Good show. Great show. Uh, especially since it's on ESPN. Uh, can I just great add show. real quick? Yes. I, can I just add, like, that, that show is obviously an institution it's Correct. been on forever. Do you remember Correct. the first time you ever saw that show? Because I will never forget. It was so innovative. And you see on the side, like, all the topics mm-hmm. that they're go- – like, no one had ever done that before. And I remember the first time I saw I'm like, hold on a second. Oh, th- those are the topics. They're, they're telling me what they're going to talk about coming up on the show? Like, it blew my mind. I was, I was like, 19 or 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, the ticker on the bottom, the topics on this side. We know what's coming yeah. up next. They have a certain amount of time. It's yeah, the really rundown. the precipice – of debate television, right? A lot of people point their finger at first take for that, but PTI uh, was PTI. the predecessor to that. PTI. I feel like PTI started the entire movement, frankly, and provided the idea for debate television. We are off on a tangent, though. Sorry. Let's talk about the topic that... Uh, shout out to PTI, though. Hey, if you ever want to have Amber Wilson on PTI, you let me know. Uh, they were discussing which win was the most impactful from over the weekend with the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Lions, and the Vikings. And I felt like it was a really good topic because I could make an argument for all four of those wins being hugely impactful, frankly. So the Vikings beat the Saints 27-19. to The Lions beat the Chargers 41-38. to You got the Niners manhandling the Jags 34 to three and the Cowboys doing the same to the Giants 49 to 17 and Jonathan Zaslow's opinion which one was the biggest yeah so the two of them I cross off immediately that they're definitely not the biggest number one it's the Cowboys the Giants you can easily make the case worst team in football shout out New England Patriots but you could probably make a case that the Giants are the worst team and there is no light at the end of the tunnel Cowboys now have won 12 straight in Dallas they beat the Giants 40 to it was 40 to nothing right the first game of the season so you're not surprised about that the 49ers I, I think the Jaguars are fugazi I thought the 49ers coming off of, yeah, they lost three in a row, but coming off the bye, get a little bit healthy, Brock Purdy looking good. Like I, I'm really I'm surprised they won by 31, but I'm not surprised with the outcome in a double-digit win at Jacksonville. Remember, everyone was all confused why the 49ers were favored 
at the Jaguars. Like it, it made sense to me. They, they were they were going to win that game easily. So it comes down to two, right? It's either the Lions over the Chargers or the Vikings over the Saints. For me, don't let the final score of twenty-seven to nineteen, a one-score game, fool you into believing that that game was close. The Vikings kicked their butt. For me, the Vikings are the most impressive win out of those four. I got a soft spot here, Amber, for the story that is Josh Dobbs. I love the the Pastronaut. What a great name. I love the Josh Dobbs story. I liked what he did in Arizona. Like a team that shouldn't have – I get it. They won only one game with him in Arizona. But they were pesky. All right, they weren't rolling rolling over and dying each week, and you were able to see there was a little something there with Josh Dobbs. He's out there, he's trying, he's playing hard, and then they trade for him in Minnesota. He doesn't know anybody's name, nobody knows his cadence. He comes in and he wins that game last week, and then a week of practice under his belt. He looked fantastic yesterday. Him and Hawkinson, like they've been best friends for years, and so Minnesota, who at one point led this game twenty-seven to three. Jameis has to come in, throws a couple interceptions. That's what Jameis does, all right? Uh, The Vikings really beat the Saints up. And this is a Viking team now. It's won five in a row. Justin Jefferson could be back next week. They're getting the best receiver in the NFL back with Josh Dobbs, who's playing well. And the NFC's weak, Amber. Right now, after a a one-and-four start, they have the seventh and final playoff spot. And... They got some separation from the teams that are below them. So that win, yeah, it it means the Vikings are totally in the playoff picture. I think it's the biggest win. Yeah, it's wild to see them in the playoff picture. You never imagined it with them losing Kirk Cousins, but the Josh Dobbs story is a heck of a one. I Love heard it. them say on NFL Network that they are trying out the Pastronaut. We're, not, we're done trying it out. Okay, Great name. It it's such it's an excellent tryout. name. He is, in fact, what is, what is there to try out at this point? He is, in fact, the Pastronaut. I do not understand when I watch shows like the Netflix series Quarterback and I'm watching Kirk Cousins with his wife and he's going through all the plays every week and memorizing all these incredibly complex plays that they it have to change impossible. the names for every it seems impossible <laughs> but what so I just don't even understand then how you can just walk into a new team and and even do anything like I it seems I, it impossible makes, it it makes no sense I mean what you don't even know what it, blue 42 like what you don't even know what you're yelling no, at you're learning line. a new, you're literally learning a new language it's is what you're doing most, it's 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 mind-blowing and I'm like so is is this all not as hard as it looks <laughs> is there something we don't know no, because Josh is. Jobs is making it seem easy so it's an incredible story but I'm not going there in terms of biggest win I'm going to the team in the same division that has actually convinced me maybe they have a shot at playing for something this season. Okay. And it has taken me a really long time to get there with the lions, a very, very long time. I felt like the lions were overhyped last season. I was right about that. They felt very trendy going into last season. For some reason, everyone even wanted to crown them going into last season. Well, they started very NF- poor NF- last year. Well, well, and they start very slow every year. It's a thing under Dan Campbell's regime, but they started really slow last season. Remember, they but were so poor that, last year, they traded away TJ Hawkinson. He's a good player. Good player. Before that, though, going into the season, everybody was crowning them, all of our NFL experts. And I thought, why? It just seemed too soon. I wasn't a big believer in Dan Campbell, frankly. I think a lot of people loved him because of the sound bites. I wasn't really sure why everybody was so bought into him as a coach. This season, I did expect 
expect them to be better. But I'm at a point with the line. But I've been tempered about it all. I'm like a, a little bit more like, hey, show me before I'm going to crown Dan Campbell as, you know, the next coming on the coaching circuit. But at this point, or seven and two, it's very hard for me to deny that they look like a solid team. Uh, they and, look better than solid. Yeah. And I mean, it's a close win over the Chargers. But... Wait, what can I say? Is this Dan Campbell, Zaslo, a good coach? It feels like. Feels uh, like uh, Amber, they had. Feels like he fourth, might be more than sound bites. Amber, they had fourth and two, all right, with a minute and a half left in the game. I know. At the Charger 30 yard line, tie game. Went for it. And Man Campbell says, you know what? There's too I, much yeah. time left on the clock. Yep. We're going for it. <laughs> and they convert it, and they run that clock all the way down, and they win the game. I mean, that, it, yeah, you got to have some cojones. And, and he did. And it worked, and they it's won. It's the most meat-headed move. It really, it really is. But it worked. It's brilliant. It's genius. He but you know what? It's the, the type of move. Team. But you know what? It's it's like the type of move that that Frank Reich didn't trust the number one overall pick with. I understand it was a fourth and ten, but instead of saying here offense, like I'm going to have a little bit of confidence in you. Nope, I'm going to kick a 59 yard field goal. Dan Campbell's like, yeah, you know what? We could take the lead with a field goal here, but. I think we're going to pick up the first down and then just win the game and never give them the ball back. And Jared, it, it, he's had confidence in them. Jared Goff playing a little bit better than Brace Young. In fairness, uh, Jared Goff, I mean, what he's done but it's having in Detroit, faith in your team. it's pretty remarkable. And it is. It's having the faith. It's having the confidence. The cojones, as you said earlier. It, it's having all of that. And Dan Campbell had it. That looks like a good Lions team. I have finally come around. So since it has changed my mind on the narrative, that's the most impactful of those wins for me this week. Coming up next, is the Vikings' success sustainable? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We are getting wild here on Amber and Ian because we are getting you ready for Monday Night Football Broncos at Bills, 8.15 p.m. Kickoff on ESPN. Once that game kicks off, we will keep you updated right here on Amber and Ian all the way through Jonathan Zaslow in the saddle for Ian tonight. Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. But it's not just Jonathan Zaslow right now. It is also the coach, Herm Edwards, joining us in studio. And coach, as always, Thanks so much for stopping by. Let's start with this game tonight between the Broncos and the Bills. Weird season so far for Josh Allen and Buffalo. What do you make of this matchup tonight? Well, it's interesting when you think about um, really how how the Broncos started off, right, in, in this um, 
situation that uh, Coach Payton was in. Um, everybody was talking about, um, uh, you know, the quarterback situation there in in, in Denver. Uh, and he wasn't, you know, Russell Wilson wasn't his guy and all these things. And they lose and they get beat. And all of a sudden you look at Russell Wilson and he's playing pretty well, to be quite honest. I mean, you know, I heard you guys earlier about, you know, quarterbacks turning the ball over. He hadn't turned the ball over much. He's throwing touchdowns. He's kind of playing. Uh, it, it, you know, it, he's kind of settled in all of a sudden. And so this this Bronco team is interesting. Um, they used to be a good defensive team, uh, but that is is not the case anymore right now. Uh, and the Buffalo Bills are the Buffalo Bills. It's all about Josh Allen, um, about how he can um, extend plays with his leg, and he has this graceful arm, and he has a receiver that – if you don't throw him the ball twice in a row, he gets mad. And, and, and so now this offense is really playing, in, in my opinion, unbalanced. And it always has, but it's even more. It's evident because they just they throw the ball, they throw the ball, they throw the ball. They want big play. They, it seems like they want to end the game in the first quarter. They just want to get it done. They say, well, we're going to throw all these balls. We're going to catch balls. We're going to catch touchdowns. Look, Diggs has been targeted 97 times. 97. Think about that. 97 targets already. We're not even halfway through the season. That's a lot of passes to one guy. Yeah. It's almost 11 a game. Oh, That's a lot. lot That's a lot. Like, I know you're saying, Coach, that the Bills Bills are the Bills. We know who they are. But if they lose tonight and drop to 5-5, and I feel like the sirens are going to sound there in Buffalo, Coach. Well, they are. But here's the problem. It's a two-team division. Right? It's Miami and Buffalo to win the division. I mean, you, the Jets, are you think Jets going to win the division? No. Nope. The Patriots? Nope. No. Okay. So they're just battling Miami to win the division. It's a, it, it's a, so they're going to get in the playoffs. They're going to be either to win the division or they're getting in there as a wild card. They're going to win at least, what, 12 games? Right? I mean, think about it. They're going to win at least 12, 11, somewhere right around there. They're going to get in. And then when they get in, what do they do, right? This is starting to become, and I don't want to say this because I know the Buffalo Bills circle the wagons, but this is back in the day when the Buffalo Bills kept going to those Super Bowls and they couldn't cash the check. Oh. Right? I mean, I'm just this is a team we're starting to kind of go, well, you know, all kids to Buffalo, but something's going to happen in the playoffs and they're going to be out. Right? I mean, that's what we're starting to think. I, I, I could feel, I could sense that when people talk about them now. It's like it's 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 kind of wearing off on us because we have all these high expectations for this football team. We do that each and every season, and especially with that quarterback and with Stefan Diggs, as you yeah. mentioned, that's a lot of targets between two guys that apparently don't get along. <laughs> At least that was the preseason <laughs> hype, remember? Yeah. Let's move on though, coach and coach Herm Edwards here joining us on Amber and Ian. Let's talk about Josh Dobbs, because what he's done with Minnesota, Zaslo and I were marveling at it earlier in the show. I just don't understand, Coach. I watch these you know, Netflix series like Quarterback, where we get a behind-the-scenes look, and I see these quarterbacks, and they're studying the playbooks, and it's all so complicated, and week in and week out, they're memorizing so many plays, and I don't understand how anybody could walk into that situation right out of the game and have any, like, even complete A-pass, nevertheless doing what Josh Dobbs has done, which now is B2-0 as a starter for the Vikings. Well, we know he's a very smart young man. And, and I think when you think about offenses, look, at the end of the day, it, it, it's the verbiage. Everyone has the same place, by the way. 
There's no new plays in football. It's just what you call it. How do you call formations? How do you call personnel groups? Those are the things. And then what you do, you, you cut half of it out. He can't learn the whole playbook. They're, they're coaching him. They're putting in a game plan just for him week to week. All, us, all the rest of the players can adjust because they've been there. They're going to give him a certain amount of formations. They're going to give him a certain amount of runs and passes. And that's what he's going to do. It's almost funny because you always tell coaches, you know, we got all those plays. I used to tell coaches all the time. The offensive coach, they have that big menu. looks like a Chinese restaurant menu. You know, got all these plays. I said, coach, just run the good ones. And when it works, you could actually flip the formation. You could run it again. You know, it, it, they never run out of plays, these offensive guys. They got so many plays. I said, you can't run all those plays. You're only going to get 65, 70 plays in a football game. They got a... 150 plays on this chart. I said, you're not going to get to all those things. When you have a new quarterback that comes in, no different if he was a rookie quarterback, you cut the menu in half. You say, hey, what do you like? I like these formations, coach. I can call it. Okay, then you do it. That's why this guy's been successful. He's smart, but he's not playing with the whole menu. Coach, the 49ers had lost three in a row. Hmm. They had the bye. They go into Jacksonville yesterday. Yes. They beat them down real bad. Is everything right again in San Francisco? Oh, yeah, they're right. Uh, Chase Young obviously helped them. You could see, you know, this team was was sliding for uh, numerous reasons. They got behind in games. They're not built to come back. Their defense couldn't get to the quarterback. They want to rush four guys. They don't want to rush five guys. They want to rush four. And they want to play coverage for the most part. They got out of their lane. They couldn't do that. They weren't getting to the quarterback. They're behind. They're trying to catch up. Look, Debo was hurt. The left tackle was hurt. You knew they were going to be okay when you watched them enter the stadium yesterday and they had the boom box going again. I said, oh, they got the boom box. Here they go. And they went out in the field, and they punched them in the mouth early. This game was over in the first quarter. They just punched them right in the mouth. Jacksonville wasn't ready for this. And when I saw Coach Peterson go to the press conference, and you watched him and you looked in his eyes, it was like, uh, we, we, we got some things to fix. It was shocking to them. They were on a bye, too. But San Francisco was a fresh team. They got tired of hearing all the noise. They had lost three in a row, and they went back looking like the 49ers. Herm Edwards joining us on Amber and Ian Jonathan Zaslow filling in for Ian tonight. So we talked about the Vikings win. We talked about the Niners Mm. win. Earlier in the show, Zaz and I were discussing out of those two wins, plus the Lions over the Chargers, Lions beat the Chargers 41 to 38, and the Cowboys who destroyed the Giants 49 to 17. Of those wins, Vikings, Lions, Niners, and Cowboys, which one do you think was the biggest, most impactful from the weekend? Well, you've got to say the Vikings, right? I mean, Josh Dobbs, again, he's won two in a row. I mean, um, this was a team, you you lose your starting quarterback. Uh, Look what happened to the Jets, right? They lost their starting quarterback. I don't think they – have they even made an offensive touchdown yet? I mean, I, I don't know. They got a great defense. I mean, the poor guys. I mean, they, just, they, they, they can't hardly make a first down. I mean, you know, and, and they lose their quarterback, and, and then they bring in another quarterback, lose him. And, 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 and obviously Dobbs is, you know, Josh Cashmere Dobbs. That's what I call him. He comes in there and for one day, and he, and he kind of goes out and wins a game, and then everybody says, okay, now we'll see. And he turns around and wins another one. And now all of a sudden Minnesota's getting talked about like, okay, the Minnesota Vikings have a chance. 
You know, I don't know if they overtake Detroit because I think Detroit is the best team in that division. But then after that, they're sitting in a division too. It's between Minnesota and Detroit. The Packers aren't going to, they're not going to do it. Chicago's not going to do it, right? I mean, some of these divisions are already separating themselves, guys. I mean, when you look at them, right? When you you look at the divisions and go, okay, let me look at the look at the division. How many teams? It always starts out with four, but right now in certain divisions, there's two teams that are battling to win it or to come a wild card. Coach, let me ask you a little bit about what's going on in New England. Mm. Is there any coming back for Mac Jones? He's been benched a couple times earlier in the season. But Belichick did the whole, eh, you know, the game was out of reach. Why well, put him back in? Okay, fine. You don't, you want us to believe he wasn't benched? Okay, fine. When, when he's not in the game anymore, in a one-score game with two minutes left, that's a benching. So is there any coming back for Mac Jones? And how does this all end for Bill Belichick? Well, I don't know how it ends for Bill, but, but this poor quarterback, he is mentally beaten. He's a beaten young man. And, and I feel sorry for the kid. I, I do. Um, when you saw him in the interview – you know, I mean, he, he is beaten down, okay? And and that can happen in this league. You, know, you get beat up. And now, and the problem is this. Let's, let's make this perfectly clear. This organization, the New England Patriots, they've lived in Camelot for 20 years with Captain America being their quarterback. And the sad part about it, whoever follows him, he has to, they can't live up to that. They, they, no, no one in the history will live up to, to Tom Brady. That's not going to happen there anymore. They they had this Camelot run, and now they sit in a place that boy. Now they know how a lot of other teams feel. By the way, when they lose games and they don't have a quarterback, they don't have this, they don't have that. It's just it's it's it, for if you're not a New England fan, people are probably you know clapping, going yeah, I'm glad right now to get the feel of what everybody else feels. So this is the part of the NFL. It's ugly. You don't like it. I don't know what Bill's going to do. I really don't. Is Zappy the answer? I don't know. Zappy was faking a, a, a spike and then he threw a ball right down the middle of the field. Triple coverage. To the guy. Terrible. It's like, okay, you want to play him? <laughs> I don't know. What do you do? I mean, you got to start punting on second down? I mean, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> they're, they're not very good. And you know what's almost mind boggling? Because he go, this is the New England Patriots? Really? Boy, they've fallen off a little bit now. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, might be understating it. Herm Edwards, thanks so much for joining us, Coach. Thank thanks, you both. Coach. Brutal. Brutal for New England right uh, now. Coming yeah, up next. I, I mean, I, the New England part, absolutely. Yeah, Goodness. brutal in New England. I mean, you and I don't. You know, we're Dolphins fans. We, it's, I mean, it's about time, right, Zazlo? It's about time. It's about time. <laughs> it is about time. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian. Jonathan Zazlo in the seat for Ian tonight. Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan sign-stealing scandal. He spoke today. We will have sound from him and react. That is next. ESPN Radio is also on the app. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Breakfast Club? Rachel? That is, is correct it? for this song. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's just this song. Just not this the song. No, oh. not the theme. But you're, the, you're getting there. You're getting there. 80s movies. Well, yeah. Famous so we're... 80s teen flicks. Is that the music theme of the show? No. Uh, no, because the last song was... Born it was, to be Wild. It was, what's it, from Shrek. Born right? to what's... be Wild. That's from... Born to be Wild is... No, the from... first one, All Star, was from Shrek, yes. Yeah. Oh, All Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first one was All Star. The yeah. next one was Born to be Wild. And then this one is don't. What is this called? Don't don't forget about you. Don't you forget about me? Yes. Don't you forget about me? Got yeah. It. Don't forget about you. I didn't think you were gonna get it, but you did. <laughs> so I'm not seeing the theme yet, but I don't, I don't know it either. I don't our know either. AP Rachel, she has a theme which she does on our shows, a music theme only known to her. I'm not sure if James Steele. You really gets. don't get the theme yet. I, I don't get the theme. Yet. Okay. What is the All theme? right. I mean, I guess that's what you can't do then. Well, I guess I can't. Well, you, first of all, you guys know I'm not a movie person because I feel the like there's a movie James. theme going on. So if it's Shrek and and what's the 80s movie I just said? Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any correlation there. I don't see the correlation between those two movies. No. All right. The correlation? We'll have to wait for the next song. All right. They're tickled. Every, hey, every intro is a hint, right? These two are just laughing in the Zoom. They're so tickled with themselves. If you know what it is, you can tweet to us. At Zaslow Show, at Amber W. Sports, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive. Jonathan Zaslow filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons tonight. Tune in tomorrow night for college basketball action as Duke takes on Michigan State in Kansas, battles Kentucky in the Champions Classic. Coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. That means... No Amber and Ian tomorrow night. We will make way instead for the Champions Classic. We'll be back on your airwaves on Wednesday. But you know what? I'm happy for you because after like two weeks of, of, of not working oh, know, because grind. of Major League Baseball, and then you did like a whole week straight of work, like and you, week, I, you like need a, a day a off. Week. Oh, my God. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned it. I'm I was happy like, for you. yo, bosses. I mean, come on. It's been like a week and a half straight of shows. You know, you need you a load management us? day, and that's what they Thank got God. for you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, like solid 10 days of work, and then like you need a little breather there. It's too much. The weekends aren't enough. Uh, so we get one tomorrow night, but then we'll be back for you on Wednesday night. But let's talk about what's happening with the Michigan sign stealing scandal. Another day, another update, Jonathan Zaslow. But this one. This time, we heard from Jim Harbaugh himself. He was in front of, well, behind the mics, in front of the cameras today, speaking to the people, and boy, did he speak. He spoke about everything from Judge Judy 
to the uh, to justice Zaslow because of course you know justice let's hear from Jim Harbaugh the Michigan head coach the perseverance you know and then the just the stalwartness of these guys I mean yeah watch it I would have to say I mean everybody it's got to be America's team it's got to be America's team America loves a team that beats the odds beats the adversity overcomes with the naysayers and critics so-called experts think that's my favorite kind of team yeah watching it from that view on the television like it was finally people get to see what i see every day you know in these players and these coaches okay Jim. michigan uh, michigan beat penn state 24 Jim, to on. 15 it was it was a big win for the second ranked program in the country over the 12th ranked program in the country. Fine. Uh, And of course they did it without Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines, because although Michigan and Jim Harbaugh had both run to court in Michigan, in the same County that the university of Michigan is in, and they tried to get an ex parte uh, temporary restraining order. It did not work. The judge did not hear it. The judge decided this was not actually enough of an emergency to not allow the the big 10 there to (laughs) in order to defend themselves. And the Big Ten had dropped the suspension on Veterans Day. They did it, of course, purposely. I mean, they're not going to say that, but I'm here to tell you. You cracked they did that it code. On, I cracked that code. When the courts were closed on Veterans Day for a reason. So their only means was try to do what's called an ex parte t- yeah. TRO, which means that was, the Big Ten would Explain not have had else. an opportunity to so. defend. I'm trying not to go full lawyer on you, but it would not have had an opportunity to defend itself. In fact, they will get that opportunity. They're doing a full hearing on Friday now to hear that thing, but it wasn't in time for the Penn state game. Michigan still won without its head coach. And now Jim Harbaugh thinks that they are America's team. Jim. America, Jim, Jim, first of all, <laughs> Jim, first of all, you're not like you're Michigan. You're not the little engine that could. All right. You're not some small little school. You're not Hoosiers. All right. You're not Hickory High. It's not like, oh, my God, can you believe what those Michigan kids, what they were able to accomplish this weekend against all the odds. Forget a heavy that. favorite, by the way, speaking of the odds. Uh, and, and, and besides, they're one, of the, they're, they're one of the major powerhouses in the history of college football. Jim, you're not some underdog story. That's number one. And number two, this is all... America loves, uh, loves this kind of story. Jim, I don't know what America you're living in. America doesn't love cheaters, all right? America doesn't, love the, America doesn't love the big, bad bully who cheats to win. I don't Allegedly. know what America you're living in. That is not the America I'm living in. The people do not like that team. And I got nothing against Michigan. So I'm able to, I'm able to come at you from an unbiased perspective. Nobody looks at Michigan and feels sorry for them. Especially... Michigan has not spent a second saying that they didn't do what they are being accused of doing. It's not like there's some injustice that is being carried out against Michigan. Michigan is not trying to tell you that they didn't do the bad thing. Nobody roots for the cheater. I'm sorry. Jim. Jim, what America are you living in? (laughs) It, it, it is a lot with Michigan and the interim head coach crying after the game, sobbing after the game. Obviously, all the players. You thought Harbaugh died? It's us against the world. Jim Harbaugh, who, by the way, is only suspended six or only suspended one out of seven days of the week. So six out of seven days of the week, he is the head coach of the University of Michigan football program. Six out of seven days. Six out of seven, Dazlo. Six out of seven. He's only suspended from it one day. And by the way, it's actually three days total. Three, 
three total days, yeah. he's suspended allegedly for the allegations of sign stealing, right? And for them breaking the Big Ten sportsmanship, allegedly. It's policy, conduct policy. Three days is what we're talking about. Three days. We're crying at the end of the game. I mean, they're acting like they got the death penalty over here. Like Michigan's not going to have a football program or something. I mean, and I understand they're big games. But also, the Big Ten commissioner is allowing you to coach all week long. He's allowing you to be the one who dictates the game plan. He's allowing you to be the one that does all of the game preparations. The only thing he's not allowing you to do is be on the sidelines to quite literally call in the plays. But it seems like your coordinators are having no problem doing that. Because now, they are 4-0 and without your presence... Because, oh, by the way, you suspended yourself at the beginning of the season, which I think is going to be a huge problem for you. No, but America loves this story. again, I said that I'm not going to go full Amber Wilson lawyer on you, even though I want to, and I could spend three hours talking about the Michigan science-stealing scandal. I could do the whole show on it because I nerd out on it, and I love it so much. And I want to talk about the merits of the actual TRO, but nobody's letting me. 